0: This is the Chief Steward Officer Podcast for Kingdom Entrepreneurs. If you want to start, grow, or sustain a business that lines up with Kingdom principles, this podcast is for you. Stewardship is key to aligning your business with the Kingdom of God, and we provide straight talk, practical tips, and advice to help you succeed. And now, your host, the CSO of Flow Business Systems, Mike Spence. So welcome to all of our CSOs out there, Ch- you chief steward officer out there killing it today. i um, happy that you're here and we've got Brad Watson alongside. Hi, Brad. How's it Hello, going? Hello, brother Mike. How you doing? Good, man. Um, and we're here today. I love this topic because uh, it's all about kingdom and this kingdom teaching. And I've said it before where I wasn't brought up in the church actually. And mm-hmm. I was saved and baptized when I was like 11, but it was like my early twenties when I was newly married and my wife and I decided, you know what, <laughs> we we can't do this whole thing without, without mm-hmm. Jesus. So we got saved then. And all of the teaching um, that I'd ever really received through most of my adult life was about salvation. It was getting me to Jesus. It was getting mm-hmm. me to Uh, The point that I knew I was saved and praise God uh, that he gave us Jesus and that we have salvation. But that's where the story and teaching for me really kind of ended. And I didn't really start picking up on a kingdom teaching until, gosh, within really the last, say, 10 years. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, I think there are a lot of people out there like me where they've been taught their way to Jesus. And then that's it. They're in heaven. They're going to go to heaven one day, but still kind of a mystery of what's, what's this whole kingdom thing. Everyone continues to talk about and why is it important to the CSO? I think that's the, why, why is it important to
1: understand? Mm -hmm. Right. Um, So why do you, Mm -hmm. when you got introduced to that concept of it, did a light bulb click off or what, what was revealed to you about the power behind yeah thinking about the kingdom
0: well i mean the thing that really got me was that i I never really thought about it it was it was this um teaching that was basically if if i believe that that jesus is my savior and uh, and i do and i uh, confess my sins and i'm gonna follow him now that one day it could be in the next five minutes hopefully not or you know 50 years from now i get to go to heaven um where what I was really trying to do is just be a good person. I Mm -hmm. was just trying to do my best. And then I heard about the Holy spirit, you know, he's, he's moving in and he's going to help me to be just a a really nice guy. Um, When I learned kingdom, what it was is that the kingdom is real and the kingdom is there right now. And it's full of resources as a kingdom would be. And Mm -hmm. as God, as the King, he has all the answers, all the resources, uh, that this kingdom that that exists right now is full of everything I need, and I can go ahead and access it. I don't have to wait until I pass away. I can start using keys and principles that Jesus taught all through you know his time uh, to have us access resources now. How to how to pull these things down from heaven and use them right here on earth, and mm-hmm. that was. Like okay, I need to learn how to do that in my business, in my life, and everything.
1: I I think you know there is a great focus, as there should be, on leading folks to Christ. And Mm -hmm. um, but there is, you know, depending on what denomination you go to. I can just speak about about mine, where I think the phrase is, "You're so heavenly minded that you're no more earthly good," Mm -hmm. and and so you're like, "Well, I'm saved," and I guess the rest of this life is just miserable. And yeah, right? I'll, but one day I'll have my blessing. I'll, I'll, you know, and, and that's just a misconception, right? It it's is. Just a, if, if all that was meant was for us to be saved and then suffer mm. through another 50 years of our life to be transported Ugh. into heaven, what a waste. That is, that is not what we're intended to do. Right. We're intended to use those benefits for what now? To advance that kingdom now. So it has been unlocked to us. And so we don't want to get to that habit where we're like, oh no, we're just we're clocking it or we're clocking time. Yeah. And waiting, journeying to the end, suffering through. Exactly. I think that's a lie. You know, I think that's a, a lie designed to wrap us up into to prevent the advancement of the kingdom right here.
0: Yeah. And and I don't know what what that is. I don't I don't know that if it's just like American churches or or churches around the world. But I know that um, you know with the Great Commission, you know, and we've all been uh, tasked to, to go out and spread the great news of, of Jesus. Um, that it's almost like we treat it like a finish line. If I can mm-hmm. find people that I can share how awesome Jesus is, and that he he's real and he cares, and, and God loves you that if we can get you to uh, the point that you believe in, that you're baptized, that we did it somehow, you know, that we were patting ourselves Mm -hmm. on the back and, and, you know, we were able to lead a hundred people to make that kind of a decision. And there's nothing wrong with that at all, but it's really not a finish line. It's, Mm -hmm. it's a starting point. (laughs) It's the beginning of something because I think every Christian that has ever walked, on the earth would stand here and tell us that it's not like life all of a sudden after that decision miraculously um, just got better in a way that, you know, they don't ever struggle or they don't ever, you know, it, all of a sudden life was just roses. It, that's not how that works. You know, yes, you've got salvation. Yes. You're going to go to heaven one day, but, but life doesn't just automatically get better if anything the enemy takes notice of that and goes ah okay i gotta see if i can trip this one up <laughs> and and yeah. see what kind of trouble i can i can stir up for for new christians right yeah.
1: well i think it, 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 the importance as it comes you know to a chief steward officer right mm-hmm. is you're called to do more right so yeah. you have a great responsibility Mm -hmm. and you have the potential to do much more than just, you know, I'm I'm not trying to be demeaning about it, but if you punch on a line or whatever, that that's your, that's your job. You're going to make the best of you be a witness Mm -hmm. there to your coworkers. Right. But as a CSO, as a entrepreneur in that realm, you can impact so much more. You just have the ability to do so. And if we get wrapped up in just thinking that, eh, I'll get the blessing later. That's Mm -hmm. a tremendous waste of time. It's a tremendous waste of resources. Mm -hmm. And we really want to get your mind locked around to take advantage of everything that you have at your disposal. Trust me, our adversary Satan is using everything in his disposal to knock you down. Right. So you can tap into the kingdom Mm -hmm. to be able to get us to that next level. Uh, One of the things that, uh, that, you know, as we were talking about this before we started a recording and we've got some resources and blogs written about this, but, you know, in, in Luke, uh, it clearly tells us that the kingdom of God cometh not with observation Mm, that it lives within us, right? It's in us now. And so that if the kingdom is in us now, that must mean that the kingdom is people. Is that, is that how that works out is that the currency is that the profit is mm-hmm. that uh t- tell us so when so as a cso so in, in most businesses you know we always want to we have to turn a profit we have to just keep the lights on right oh, we have for to sure. turn a profit all these kind of things yep well those types of responsibilities don't go away just mm-hmm. because you're a cso right but as the steward of god's resources remember the profit that he is talking about mm-hmm. is what it's more people right it's advancing Always. that kingdom
0: yep yep and and i mean it's such a great point and, and the thing too is remember is that the the story of salvation isn't a bad one it is a phenomenal one it's just our our point with being a chief steward officer and being kingdom minded and kingdom focused is that there's more uh you know yes get saved because if you don't profess jesus as your savior having a kingdom mindset won't do you a whole lot of good Mm. because you haven't taken the first step of salvation. You haven't taken the first step of believing and confessing that, that God is your King and that Jesus Mm -hmm. is your savior. I mean, that is an important critical first step. So we're not uh, saying that it's unneeded or unnecessary. We're saying, no, that's amazing. And there's more. And so, Mm -hmm. yes, when it gets into the kingdom, uh, the currency uh, of that, you know, we're down here, on this earth is people and you know jesus talked about kingdom more than he talked about salvation it's the thing that he talked most about if you do any research on uh what jesus did here on his time uh his time here on earth and the things that he talked about he was constantly telling stories and parables that were kingdom principles Uh, even when they said how should we pray he's you know that it's a famous prayer the lord's prayer Uh, your kingdom come your will be done, you know, seek first the kingdom. I mean, he would say the kingdom of heaven is like, and then he would try to explain it uh, to us. And that with all of that, the end goal was to gather as many people that he could to follow him. And that has never stopped. I mean, the thing that God loves most is people. And so that as a CSO, Uh, someone who has decided that we're going to align our business with uh, the Lord and with the kingdom and create a flow from heaven uh, into our business uh, from, from that kingdom flow that now we're a steward of these resources. So if we're going to tap into the resources of the kingdom and he's going to flow those things to us, he's going to see how much we, he can trust us with. Mm -hmm. So if he starts flowing some resources to us, Um, And we're a conduit to where it's flowing through us to make a kingdom impact. That kingdom impact ultimately is to bless us, to bless our families, to bless our community, to bless other people so that he can get glory Mm -hmm. every time. So. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's something that, that I know you've just recently re- uh, written a blog about uh, from the, the kingdom uh, from a CSO mm-hmm. perspective. Mm-hmm. And we'll have a link to that blog in here. So um, it's just critically important for CSOs to understand what they're connected to. And the kingdom is, is unlimited as it, mm-hmm. as it pertains to resources.
1: So uh, when we are operating... The mm-hmm. business right, and so we've already made the commitment. We're going to be that steward, right? You right? watch Shark Tank, right? Everybody oh yeah. Shark, yeah. Tank, right? yeah, Shark Tank, right? Yeah, love it. Uh, so it it does get your mind thinking in different. Well, that as much of a show and as entertainment as that is, mm-hmm. some of it is founded in reality, some of it is not, right? Right. right. Uh, but if our king is to provide the investment. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we have asked, Lord, help me work for you. You know, I want to be an employee yeah. in yeah. this. I just want, I want to be a hire me. I want to be <laughs> Hire me. Well, you put, you know, and here's my resume. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> and his, your resume probably has a lot to do with your heart and your, your mind and your commitment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if he is going to make the investment to where yeah. he's going to provide all the resources that you need from money, people, Connections, time, everything that, you know, Cuban and all, uh, you know, Mr. Wonderful, all those people, yeah. where they would provide in an earthly sense. Your king is going to be your primary investor. Yeah. He's not necessarily going to be measuring how your, your success or failure based upon the return on those investments. The right. return that he is looking for is. Glory, praise, investment in the kingdom, right? In in yes. getting more people for so that's what he's looking at. So we have mm-hmm. to step back and look at it and and really kind of analyze ourselves because we can get caught up. And I'm running this business and boom, boy, look, we're doing? It's doing great. It's doing great. It's doing great in all of these worldly metrics, and those are good. And we can help you get to these because those are all necessary and relevant. Mm-hmm. But as a CSO, you have to
0: have some kingdom metrics in there. You do. And, and I, I love that you said that because we said it in a, in a previous podcast is that, you know, any investor is looking for a return on that investment. Right. And that uh, the word also says that his ways are not like our ways. His ways are much higher. And we also get into the area of uh, worldly wisdom versus kingdom wisdom. It, it doesn't match up a lot of times. So God is the owner, for instance, can, um, uh, line things up in such a way that you could never have relationships and connections. And, and as he's doing that and he's allowing you to win in some of these areas, uh, he has a purpose behind it. And it's not only to provide a nice comfortable lifestyle for you. I I, I am a huge proponent, I think make as much money as as you you feel like you need to. and, And you've, you've prayed about and, and, you know, gosh, get out of lack and, and get out of debt and and have really nice things. But that's not the only thing. Um, God doesn't mind that at all. Uh, he He's a very generous father. And I think that people should wrap their mind around the fact that uh, it's not a sin to have a lot of money. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but when you also get into the kingdom side, it's not just that, though. I mean, it's good, but he is more interested in you doing that for yourself, and what else are you doing for other people? How are you using these resources to provide an investment back to me? Mm-hmm. And if we look at things like, um, I just bumped the table. Do you see the whole? The earth yes. shook. I, that, that wasn't <laughs> from the words that I was saying. So people on the podcast won't see that. But uh, but the thing that I, I'm getting ready, the guy was just kind of hit me with is we talk about KPIs. And a KPI is a key performance indicator. It's kind of a dashboard for your business so that you can put things on that you care to measure so you can see the overall health of your business, right? So you can Mm -hmm. see how many customers did we acquire and how how much revenue did we generate in a certain month. And and if you're below what you projected, then you're going to see pretty soon check engine light coming on that we need to make some adjustments. But if you're above that, then your, your business is pretty healthy. So you want to have a lot of key performance indicators on a dashboard. And God's looking at it from a KPI standpoint too a kingdom performance indicator dashboard. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think every CSO should develop both. You, you need to have some kingdom performance indicators. How many people were we able to connect in a way that really gave God the glory? And and every business is different, but i promise, if you put some thought to it, you can see how well your business is doing with all of its resources to have a kingdom impact by creating some KPIs for the kingdom.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, th- you know, there's a uh, there's a famous story and you tell it much better than I do, but mm-hmm. the, um, and I, I don't want to put these folks on a pedestal. I don't know them personally or, sure. and I, but the, the Chick-fil-A folks, right? Oh yeah. So um, they, they, they're don't they own the naming rights to the atlanta falcon stadium yeah something like that. yeah and and so if, if i'm correct most nfl games are played on sunday yeah. and there's more chick-fil-a's in that stadium than in any other single location mm-hmm. in a square footage but in the world right and yet they're all closed on sunday Right and and, and, yeah. and so you you talked about the kingdom metrics and the kingdom math that they use. You want to expand mm-hmm. on on their thought process on that?
0: Yeah, because you know the thing is, and 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 at the time of this podcast or whenever that was created, I, I don't know if, if anything has changed, so people can fact check us on this stuff. But but at least you know right now, I mean, Chick Fil A has always stood firm on the fact that uh, they are going to. Uh, adhere to being closed on Sundays and people can do worldly math on that and say, do you realize how much more revenue you would generate uh, if you were open on Sundays around the world, but especially inside a huge stadium, that's going to get 50 to 70,000 when we could all gather together like that. Cause we're still in the middle or at the tail end of this pandemic mm-hmm. that how much more revenue. I mean, if you did the math and people have uh, they would, stack that up and say, these guys are crazy for not opening their stores on a Sunday and Chick-fil-A's real simple uh, argument back to that is they believe they would see their revenue plummet because by them using worldly wisdom to open on Sunday, to think that they're somehow going to get all of this extra revenue on, on those days that they're going against Mm -hmm. everything that they believe in when it's founded in kingdom and that God would not honor that extra day um, Mm -hmm. because they're not honoring him. And it's a, it's a personal choice of that business. And that's what they do. But I've heard, you know, Hobby Lobby does the same thing. There's others that do that. Um, But every business is unique. So, you really need to seek God and and see what He says about it, but when you start prioritizing money and and things like that over your your kingdom relationship and your your relationship with god um, it it, it I don't care what the world says uh it won't work out for you <laughs> yeah so uh, and that's a perfect uh,
1: segue as we start to move forward in discussing what is the kingdom, what does it mean to us yeah. If we if we kind of understand that there's great power in the kingdom, yep. What's our first priority? You know, as a as a CSO, as a the operator of a business and the steward of resources, what yep. should be our first priority every day? I think we have some scripture on that, right? Yeah. The if if we were to look at it, I believe uh, it is in Matthew six thirty three. Says, seek ye first the kingdom, That's and it. His righteousness.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know what? And I, I'm glad to bring that up too. Could you think about priorities? How do you, you know, what is the kingdom? It, it's the kingdom of God. Uh, the kingdom is real, and and that is something that God is in full control of. But it's everything that you can literally. See. God owns everything, and we talk about that as a principle. If He's the owner of everything, He's the owner of your business, and you have that right relationship with Him as a as a CSO, meaning you're the chief steward officer, and He's the one that's right above you. He owns your business. So you have to check with him first on decisions and strategies and and things you should do. And you shouldn't just rely on your own wisdom. He gave you a brain for a reason, but but you also don't want to just start making some things up. And I'll give you an example that if you, the very first principle you just talked about is seeking the kingdom, seeking God. You got to have that right first because you might trick yourself into thinking, well, I'm going to go out and feed the hungry, uh, which is a wonderful thing. And I'm going to spend all of revenue that I just made in this month and, and buy all the, you know, homeless, a bunch of clothes and, and do things. And it's all wonderful stuff, but God owns your business. And if you check with him first and he absolutely does, is not wanting you to do that at this time, then you've disconnected yourself from what he's trying to do through you and through your business because i've seen entrepreneurs do this they just go out and do things and they never check with the owner (laughs) and then they get themselves in trouble so it's not just about doing nice things it's about seeking him and what he wants through your business because sometimes um you know we can get ourselves stuck by filling our whole calendar full of you know very charitable items and then put ourselves out of business. And and there is that
1: heart. We we know that your heart is to do those wonderful things, yeah. right? And yeah. and in, in themselves, they're not uh, they're not wrong or bad. It's not. But again, through consultation, because we we don't have the capacity to work on both sides of the equation. And sometimes there's unintended consequences. You know, God could be working with somebody right now, allowing them to strengthen themselves by going through a valley, working up their muscles, getting their faith in order. And you could just Bigfoot that entire effort. You really could. And rushing in and saying, here, let me get you out of this. Right? Yep. Well, what did you really do? You, you didn't really help them in the long term. You helped them in the short term and, and you maybe made yourself feel good. It's that's not it. it makes you, it makes you feel good. <laughs> right. It makes you feel good. Uh, not saying that that's always bad, but just do it in consultation. Absolutely. Right. Do it in consultation. So seeking first the kingdom
0: of God and his righteousness, yeah. not our own. And and you know the I love that Brad because it's 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 a very difficult thing sometimes to explain but some uh, really hard to do sometimes when you know I remember uh, you know when I first started flow and I had a heart for a certain area of our city right and and I as I went out and I prayed and I was connecting and doing some of the things that I really believe God wanted me to do I realized that I was filling my calendar up with a lot of other people that wanted to do similar things in that same area and connecting with me that um, I I really had to go to God with that. And, and he spoke very clearly, clearly to me as I'm seeking him. And he said, you know, not everything good that's happening in that area through these other folks are for you. Mm -hmm. So don't get, yourself busy walking with other people in their purpose. I've got them and I know they want you to help and I know they want you to connect, but I don't that's not for you. I've mm-hmm. got something special for you. So focus on what I said to do. And that's a sometimes hard dis, hard discussion to have if I'm praying about helping another organization. And, and I go back to them and say, you know, I prayed about it and, and God's got this for you and he's going to do some things. It's not it's just not meant for me right now. So I need to focus on what I'm doing. And they don't always understand that or appreciate that. <laughs> they want you to be there and help and, and, and connect. And the world needs so much that we can't do it all. So we got to check with God to stay focused on what he's trying to do through us or we'll just overwhelm ourselves And put ourselves out of business and all of a sudden you know we never had the impact we wanted to have because we were just easily led astray by by good things and and
1: we'll say this too and just all uh we try to want to be transparent i mean we are trying to give you the best counsel that we have based upon our years of experience and right knowledge and, and understanding but if jesus tells you to do 100 percent opposite of what we have maybe guided you in we hope yeah. we don't get to that place then take whatever we said and throw it in the trash and do 100 oh my said. gosh yes yes um, yes yes and, and so the <laughs> um w- the reason i say that is because as you become more successful and mm-hmm. you, people are going to take notice and they're going to come to you they're going to want to mm-hmm. do what you did and that's all good and we have we want to give uh counsel. You know, we want to yeah. be able to help others and we want to help them again to kind of circumvent maybe the pitfalls and the traps that we've went through
0: yeah.
1: where appropriate. Some of those pitfalls were for our benefit. Some of them are big stop signs. Yeah. But one of the things we always have to check ourselves for we it's a little is even a joke around our church anymore. Uh, anybody asks anything, that the answer is what did Jesus say about it? what um, did Jesus yeah. say about it? You know, how do I do that? What did you say about it? Right, Um, right. You know, uh, so we have to make sure that it's not always our worldly wisdom coming through. Mm -hmm. It's we want to first point you to Jesus because that's what our first priority is to Mm -hmm. seek the kingdom and his righteousness. So we want to point you there first. When folks come to you, you want to point them there first, right? You don't Mm -hmm. have the all the answers like I don't. Uh, Mike doesn't. And and so but we know one who does. the king does the king never leads astray. so let's right put ourselves in the proper perspective. our first priority is the kingdom and his righteousness.
0: yeah yeah and 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 that's that's what exactly I, I, it's hard to do sometimes like I, I think sometimes that we have to always put ourselves in a mindset that we are kingdom citizens and we are Uh, like uh, what the word would say is like the kingdom isn't it it says the kingdom isn't of this world. And I think Mm -hmm. people translate that to say, well, the kingdom isn't in this world. And that's, that's wrong. Mm -hmm. The kingdom is in this world. It's, it's in us. We, Mm -hmm. we have the power uh, the Holy spirit and, and we just don't realize how connected we already are to the kingdom. And that's what this whole thing is, is the, make sure that we understand who we are, what our identity is, and that we are a child of this King and that we have kingdom that we can pull on today and use it. Um, So when you do that and you care more about what God thinks rather than what people think, it's going to really help you. And when you know that he is in charge of it all and he has a purpose for it all, then when you put a prayer out there that you really want to land some investment or uh, a loan or uh, a big business deal that you've put out there and the answers to those when they come back are declined, no, lost Mm -hmm. the deal, that you don't have to treat that with anything other than well, I guess it just wasn't in God's will. I mean, you don't want to be lazy about it. You got to put your effort in. You have to go after it a hundred percent and do everything you need to do. But if at the end of the day, you did everything you could and you got it, you got the no and you got the decline. You just got to chalk that up to that was on purpose and God's teaching me something and there's something better on the other side. Um, so you won't know that unless you seek him first. Mm-hmm. God has to be plugged in. And, and to,
1: maybe put just maybe a little bow on this part of the discussion. As you said, we're citizens. Uh, yeah. I've heard it said, we are indeed, we're ambassadors. Yep. We're ambassadors from another kingdom. Right. And imagine this in a worldly sense, if our uh, president who appoints ambassadors, if they go to mm-hmm. Switzerland or whatever, yeah. you know, and right. are just hanging out at the, at the local hangouts in, in Switzerland and then doing whatever they want to do, blah, 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 willy nilly making their own, statements about uh about a, american foreign policy president's not going to be very happy with that right right that's not a very good ambassador right so indeed as an ambassador of the kingdom you may mm-hmm. be the yep. only opportunity anyone ever has to gain entry into the kingdom that right. is a great responsibility like spider-man you know great (laughs) power comes great responsibility yeah Um, we have that's literally where we are we have to be ambassadors at all times of course you could say that about any christian but i think Mm -hmm. when you have accepted the responsibility of the chief steward officer Mm -hmm. you have accepted upon yourself an even greater responsibility because this business has the ability to reach hundreds and thousands of people to, Mm -hmm. to multiply and pour additional and create additional opportunities and resources for the kingdom. So yep. you signed up for some, some responsibilities here. So, yep. and it's worth it. <laughs> it's it's, it's totally all worth it. Worth it. So, and as always, we want to tie this back into mm-hmm. to practical steps. Yep. Um, so we talked about our first priority. That's, that's always seeking. We always want to, and that's good counsel just 100% across the board, even if, if you're not in business, but we also talked about some, some KPIs. So what are some, some kingdom measurements? I know we, we have talked about a healthy balance sheet, okay? Yeah. So you're going to go to your accountant and he's going to talk to you, you know, here's your red numbers, here's your black numbers. Right, uh, right. You know, that's a, that's to help you go to the bank. They're going to look at your balance sheet. That's a, that's a worldly balance sheet. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about a kingdom balance sheet, mm-hmm. right? Now, there are a lot of line items oh, that yeah. can go on any balance sheet, Sure. right? So if on a worldly balance sheet, you might have an expense for marketing. You might have an expense for... Accounting and payroll and all the mm-hmm. normal business expenses. And then you're gonna have your incomes and things like that. Right. So what are some of the line items that would be on a kingdom balance sheet? I have some ideas, but I wanna flip it yeah,
0: out there. What do you think? Like it. Um well, I mean First of all, it really it's going to depend. There are so many variables, right? Like you just said, it depends on what sort of business someone has. People could uh, that are listening to this and watching this could uh, have nonprofits, very mission oriented, very focused on you know community type things, or you know people that uh, own businesses or a CSO. And they own manufacturing facilities, right? So when it comes down to the KPIs, like for a kingdom side, uh, first of all, you're always checking with God to see what sort of an impact. We teach something called how to create a kingdom impact statement. Mm-hmm. So not just mm-hmm. your values and your mission and all those are great, but what sort of impact do does God um, really want to have through this business of yours. And so you have to have this, this clear, uh, kingdom clarity, we call it and kingdom impact Mm -hmm. statement. And from that come these measurements. And so I'll give you like, for an example with, um, flow, you know, business systems, which, you know, we, we own as well as, you know, we're helping businesses, um, Create productivity, uh, integration with technology, things like that, and that we base that on uh, the people that we're connected to. Because I think a lot of these kingdom ones uh, always somehow, either directly or indirectly, find their way back to people. Um, how many how many people have we been able to come alongside and and bless? You know, uh, and and how many have we been able to? Uh, take from a point of frustration where they were running their business and mm. clearly solve problems for them to where now they're running a way more efficient business. And it, yes, there's dollars in there. There's, there's service hours, there's all that. But at the end of the day, how many people have we been able to bless by helping them? And that's a key indicator for us. Uh, we, we, you know, we count the number of um people that we've been able to hold on to uh, as customers year over year and and continue to bless because we've created a relationship which gives us an opportunity to you know, well, to, to do more it, with them. Unless anybody
1: thinks that that is not a valuable metric, let me assure you, one of the number one causes of divorce and stress and everything in, in marriages our business and finances and all yep. these types of things like that. Right. So if you can bless, even like not everybody you're going to work with, is mm-hmm. going to be a Christian or think exactly as you think. Right. But if you can help them, if you can save a marriage, if you can save a family, yep. you know, what if that guy or gal is the world's best little league coach, right. right? Or has the capacity to be and really influence kids in a, in a, in a positive way, but can't do it. Because they're always at their wits end at the end of the day. Right. Well, yeah. there, there are kids that wouldn't have that influence if you didn't impact them in, the, in that way. So that, that is a good, it's a valuable thing.
0: How much are you relieving pressure and stress off people by blessing them with products and services. Well, the reason I wanted to start with that one is because it's not a direct connection to what a lot of CSOs or kingdom minded people might think is that, well, it only counts if I was able to directly lead them Mm -hmm. to Jesus Christ. Right. Uh, Well, my KPI has to be how many people did I disciple today? How many people did I get uh, led to my church who I saw get baptized? And that's really a a warped way of thinking about Mm -hmm. it that I used to use. I say warp because that was a mindset I had where if I didn't directly connect from, they were a, a terrible sinner in some part of their life. And I, I turned them around and got them mm-hmm. saved. Yeah, that's not the way a CSO needs to think about it because you will never fully realize the impact you've had in this world until you do pass away from this world and (laughs) get up to heaven and God shows you. Mm -hmm. There are meaningful connections that you will make through your business with vendors, with partners, with uh, customers, uh, with your community in in those moments where you're not trying to do it on purpose, meaning you didn't do a planned community outreach event. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's great, you should do those things, but I'm talking about the daily interactions where as a CSO, as a leader, you're walking through your company and you just had a good conversation with one of your employees about what's going on in their life and you encourage them. Mm-hmm. And that could just turn them all the way around that you won't see all the fruit that, that, that had, but maybe they went home and it healed their marriage. Maybe they were able to get through that day to see their child and they were able to finally take an invitation uh, to go to a church that you and you had no idea that you mm-hmm. had that kind of impact. Those are the things that you got to find a way to measure because all of those have a kingdom impact. Mm-hmm. Well, I think even if we go back and we look at one, probably and we'll be, we'll talk about Joseph,
1: you know, until yeah. the cows come home, uh, right, Joseph right. probably the, uh, we'll say most famous steward of, of kingdom resources. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, you can look, look at that and not everybody in Egypt, I guarantee you was saved. Right. Right. But a lot of people didn't starve and we have a merciful God, right? Right. Right. I don't think God wanted people to starve. Mm -hmm. Right. Even if they weren't going to join his kingdom in his love and compassion, he wants to make sure that they were still provided for. Right. Yeah. There were a lot of people that in turn said that that's the one true God, you know, coming Mm -hmm. out of that. Um, and it impacted generations to come. Mm-hmm. But still, there is a great host of people around about you that you mm-hmm. are touching, that you're influencing, even if they never step foot inside a church or proclaim Jesus as their Savior. God's still having mercy, yeah. and he's providing his hand of protection on them through you a lot mm-hmm. of times and through your actions. Now, You had mentioned employees as we, as we talk about some of these kingdom KPIs. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I just started kind of grouping them as people as we've started to try to define these things. So first group of people, I think that are in our circle are our employees, Yep. you know? So are we treating them as Christ would treat them again? Mm -hmm. Not every employee you have is going to come to a, a morning prayer. And I'm not even saying that that should be mandatory for all employees that Right. May not go over well with the law, <laughs> yeah. but the uh, I, I don't I stay away from those things. Yeah. But not every one of your employees is going is is going to be that way. But how you treat them mm-hmm. is going to have a direct impact on your influence in the kingdom. So, what are some mm-hmm. obvious ways that we should be have concern and show show Christ through our actions to our employees?
0: There, there's obviously. Oh, yeah, well, I I love you bringing that up too, because we spend other than sleep, and we'll have another blog on this, I'm sure at some point, but other than sleep in this lifetime, we spend more time at work than almost anything else we do in this life that, uh, you know, more time than with our family. I mean, if you're going to go to work and start working, and you're 15, 16 years old at part time, and then through your career, I mean, if you add up all those hours, you're spending more time at work than anything. And the number one reason that people leave a job to go to another job is, is not usually for more money. The number one is that they they don't get along with their manager or the owner. I mean, they, they just can't stand to think about going inside uh, of a workplace anymore to have to report to that woman or that man. Um, it, it's a real uh, tragedy really is that people switch all the time because of conflict in their relationships at work. So the thing that you can do with your employees and the impact you can have through business—why I get so excited about uh, creating—you know—a a whole nation of CSOs—is because these are people after God's own heart that love people. They're 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 at least dedicated to learning how do I love people the way God loves them, and they're, they're refreshing their mind with that all the time so that when they do interact with employees, it's not, I mean, it's, it's, it's real. It it's, it doesn't have to be fluff. Actually, it's, it's, it's the, it's the transparency and it's the, it's the love that isn't always um, easy for people to uh, accept sometimes because we think that it always has to be uh, removed of conflict so if you're a cso that does not mean you are somehow soft <laughs> if anything you are loving and always tough and always fair because that's how you get the best of people we all we all like to relax and be comfortable we don't want to be challenged not everybody uh, all the time but but at the end of the day, that's who you remember most, who who got the best out of you, who mm-hmm. who saw that potential in you and encouraged it out of you and pulled you up. So, you know, to new levels. Um, so I would say you you've got to make time if you have employees to have those kinds of meaningful daily types of conversations. You, you put it on your calendar and make time for that because annual performance reviews, I think are terrible. Uh, I, I don't think anyone really does them well. Um, we're trying to wait for a whole year before we, uh, let somebody know how they did. And really the employee looks forward to it because that's when they potentially could get a raise. So they're all together for me, kind of worthless. I believe you need to be more connected and your leadership team needs to be more connected with employees to say, I'm going to meet with you and do a quick one-on-one and let them have the agenda to talk about whatever they want. Let's just be honest. Let's be fair. Let's, let's be tough. Let's be loving because we're all in this together. And, and I, I think those kind of transparent connections is where you really, really can make an impact on people and, and the kingdom. So I think as a, as a steward in our
1: businesses, we need to, Uh, our job, one of our jobs is to create that environment that's almost kind of like a mini reflection of the kingdom at large, where people have the capacity and freedom to be the best they can be, where you can bring out uh, the best in them, uh, but where it's also kind of a a safe component, where expectations are clearly defined. Nobody wants to come into work every day and not know how they're being measured or or, are judged upon these things. Right. Likewise, Uh, Some of the tough things that we have to do, you know, if you look at the whole of your employees, you may have top performers in your organization that are utter cancers, utter cancers, and they do not make anybody else better. They bring down the overall team performance, although they themselves are, are superstars. Sometimes as a steward, you have to take corrective actions there. Yep. Maybe have to let them go, but you have to, you have to look at that little mini kingdom as Mm -hmm. a whole and, and set it up in such a way based on kingdom principles that that is a reflection yeah. of God's kingdom. You oh, always good. have the time for them. You, you are making, you, you have grace and look, they're, I guarantee you they're going to see you at your worst. <laughs> yeah. you, you spend more time with them than your yeah. wife or kids. Yeah. They're going to see you at your worst. Right. Uh, you need to remember that. You, I, 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 I won't even tell you some things I've, I've done in the past, <laughs> but it wasn't always at my best. Right. Right. So uh, you, employees can't be seeing you throwing phones and cussing out vendors and right. slamming doors. And get it, right. it's not, that's not going to fly. That's no. never going to fly. And no. one thing that I think a lot of, I'll say bosses have a lot of trouble with, you won't have this trouble because you are a steward. Mm-hmm. But when you screw up, you need to make it right. right. You need to go to that person. If you have embarrassed to somebody publicly, you need to make it right publicly. Yeah. If, you, if, if you have been done something wrong privately, you may need to make it, set it right privately. Mm-hmm. But you need to make it right. You need to reflect Jesus in all of those aspects oh, yeah. of your employee relations. But we mentioned, uh, and you I don't know if you have, but I was gonna say with that, then vendors. You know, yeah. there are a lot of ways that we screw up our relationships with vendors yep you know uh, do we pay them on time? Do we squeeze every nickel out of them to where they mm-hmm. they can't make any profit at all because we're bending and twisting some of there's some business in, involved in these things. You can't be silly uh, right. with a lot of things. but look, we can't put other people out of business <laughs> in, right. in an effort to keep make our business as profitable as possible, right? So right. how are we treating them? Do we acknowledge them? that they're people with problems mm-hmm. and issues just like the rest of it we're not catching them on their best days right. how many times have you worked with a supplier uh,
0: and uh and it just it just wasn't their best day right yeah. how you uh, gonna yeah, like all, all the time i mean and, and and don't think you won't be tested in it you know right um because we say you're a chief steward officer of this business what's that business made up of it's people even if you're a solopreneur if you're listening to this as a CSO and you've started a business and it's really just you, you're a freelancer and maybe you're selling some stuff on a website. Well, you're still going to have relationships, uh, be it, say, your your, your, your accounting firm, uh, Mm -hmm. people who provide services to you. I mean, you're always going to be connected to people, but as you grow the business and you scale, um, you will absolutely be tested because the enemy wants to trip you up. But also, you know, God wants to, uh, teach us through process. I mean, you could listen to a podcast like this and, and we could tell you all day long, you need to be, uh, loving to people. And you might agree with that in theory is like, yeah, that's great. And then you go out in the world and you get a uh, customer that's just cussing you out on the phone, or you get an employee. That's just crazy late every day and you're going to have challenges in a business, but what are you a steward of? You're a steward of everything that that business entails. Um, including and especially the people, right? Mm -hmm. So you've got to understand that it's it's not perfect. You're not going to be perfect. You're not expected to be. But when you're having those challenges, go to God and say, Lord, what would you have me do in this situation with this person that's always late? Or Lord, please help me Mm -hmm. with every customer interaction today and help Mm -hmm. me to see them the way you see them. Mm -hmm. Help me love them the way you would love them and and he will help you that's what the I, holy spirit's for what are some because you you just nailed it there were as we talk
1: about customers yeah uh, what are some ways that it is very easy to fail when we deal with customers
0: oh man um, our pitfalls traps right oh yeah so many uh, well i mean what's what's Great about that. I've talked to you know some folks that want to at least declare they're going to be a CSO, I'm going to be kingdom minded. And that's why we say there's a big difference between a Christian who owns a business and a kingdom minded chief steward officer, where when God owns this company and you firmly put him in that seat, you've went away from you're just simply a Christian who owns a business that rarely praise or or talks to God, you're now aligned yourself up with this owner and you've got to see every customer that comes in and that you have a a contact with as someone that he is wanting to reach if he hasn't already. Someone that he's, for whatever reason, connected them to you so that Mm -hmm. he can have an impact through you to them. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's really, it starts with that mindset of, if you're having a challenging time with a specific customer is Lord, what am I to do in this situation as I'm working with them? Cause I've had them and I'm supposed to be a reflection first and foremost of him. And so that I might, they may never go to church ever, but the only bit of Jesus that they may ever see or interact with is through me. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've seen it. I've had it happen where people would, like, you You just always f- seem so encouraging or so this or that. And and it just leads to conversations about our, our Lord is like, well, I mean, I, God owns my business and I, and I love him. And, and we. And it just leads to conversations sometimes. You just kind of let that go where it needs to if you're dealing with someone that's uh, a challenge. But mm-hmm. I promise you that they're in your life for a reason they're there because God wants to teach you something and he's wanting you to have an impact on them. Yeah.
1: Well, I think there's a few things, I agree with all that. I think there's a few things that we can commonly get into as we are in the the heat of business. One is we want to please everybody. And sometimes there are opportunities to do work that we're not going to be successful at yeah. there may be a, a big dollar sign attached to it or, yeah. uh, and that's very tempting. You know, when the cash flow is weak, there, there are all types of different reasons to take different types of jobs. Right. Um, and so not everything is wrong. 100%. Well, not all things are wrong 100% of the time. Right. So mm-hmm. uh, now there are things that go against your core values or things that you should just say, you know what, I'm not, I'm not going to do that type of work, but there are other things that, you know, you just can't succeed at and you are mm-hmm. wasting the customer's time. You are wasting your influence. It would be much better if you just said, you know what, I, I, I need to walk away from this opportunity it's good uh, because it, it's not going to be good for you and it's not yep. going to be good for me. Um, the other thing is it, we need to, uh, to treat all of, of course, all of our customers with honesty and integrity. Yep. You know, if you're going to be late, not all projects go on time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to communicate with them. One of the most people, customers get so, so frustrated when you don't communicate with them. Right. Eventually the piper comes due, you know, when, you know, if you're months and months behind schedule, eventually, mm-hmm. no matter how good you're communicating, they're going to drop you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right? That, that, yeah. But it'd be pretty frustrating. But, but you can cover a lot of ground just by saying, mm-hmm. you know what? I said, are you going to have it Friday? You're not going to have it Friday. It's going to be next Friday. Yeah. Well, you got to tell them that before Friday. Right. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> it's nobody likes it. Nobody likes it. But remember you are trying your best to be that ambassador. You're reflecting Christ. God's never late. Yeah. Jesus was always right on time. Right. So, right, right. uh, you, you probably shouldn't tarry for four days before you get, you know, uh, but right. communicate, yeah. it. communicate properly.
0: You know, Yeah. I think, you know, the communication is, is, critically important, but you know, it's, it's just, it's staying, I can't even say it enough. It's just saying, staying so plugged in to what God wants to do through you and through your business, because, and and having that mindset always that every person you're going to get connected with, whether you like them or not, you know, God loves them just as much, not more than not less than just as much Mm -hmm. as he does. You Uh, just always having that view, uh, just knowing that every customer, every vendor, every employee is not going to be perfect every day with every interaction because neither are you. Mm-hmm. And as the grace that you extend to others typically gets extended back to you. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've met CSOs who say, I'm just, well, I'm just not a people person. Well, you're going to struggle in a business that you're saying is lined up with the kingdom and then going out and treating what the things that God loves most in a very terrible way. And then just chalking it up to, uh, you know, I'm just not a people person. Mm -hmm. I I believe wholeheartedly. If you pray about that, God will make you a a people. He will soften your heart and show you ways that he, he, I, I can see this right now. If you have a hard heart towards people, but you know, God's calling you to be a kingdom minded chief steward officer, and you make that switch and you pray and God softens your heart and gives you new approaches to everybody you're connected with, that is how they're going to see a difference. Oh, my gosh. Or if they see somebody that gets changed like that and people start asking, what happened to you? Mm -hmm. You were always this hard person to get along with. And now we can see changes. We can see you're not perfect, but we can see it. And there it is. There's your opportunity where God gets that glory. Like, well, I turned it over to him and he's doing it. And wow, you know, I I just get excited about that.
1: Absolutely. I think one other area that we need to really kind of focus on a lot of times is, or that can be a trap or a pitfall is our marketing. Uh, Mm -hmm. When we look at that and we're like, "Eh, I have the opportunity to maybe twist this a little bit or be yeah. a little too clever. Right. Right. Uh, you know, I, I would maybe encourage against that. You know, we always want,
0: we want to oh, be innovative yeah. in things that we're providing. I would and, flat you know, out discourage it. I would, yeah. flat out don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, don't twist. Be honest. Message.
1: Yeah. Be honest in what you're providing. 100%, Remember 100%. all of it, All of our actions reflect on the kingdom of God. And if you're yeah. going to be a steward, uh, um, mm-hmm. You, you just can't have uh, employees that mm. cuss you out, you know, you yeah. can't have a, a backload of vendors that you owe money to, you know, yeah. uh, you can't treat customers just like you're robbing them. You know,
0: not that you would, Yeah, but there are things that we do inadvertently that are communicating the wrong messages. That, I was going to say exactly that it's inadvertent. I mean, here's some challenges for people that they need to think of because We do not realize how often that it's programmed in us that we just go through our day-to-day that we're really cutting God out of the loop or we're trying to manipulate Mm -hmm. someone. And we do it like through marketing where we would say, okay, I have an event. And I use that example all the time. I've got a hundred available tickets and I need to sell these things. So a marketing trick would be, let me put this out on social media saying there's only five left. You got to get, and I know I have a hundred, but I'm going to communicate to the world that I only have five left and you need to buy these five before this day and time. So you're creating a sense of urgency there. You're creating, you know, a little bit of panic that if people want to come to this event, they better get one of these last five tickets. And we've all kind of been there where it's the going out of business sale. uh, And and it's going to be until Friday. I've seen going out of business sales for furniture stores and other things that have been going on for three years. Like, when are you finally going out of business? Because everything Mm. has to go by Friday, but then you're still here. And and it's just these manipulation tricks that that people play. And you're like, I never really thought of that. So that's one. Um, Another is just like your basic stuff. Like I was standing in a group of guys and they were talking about some movie. And this is before the pandemic and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Theaters were still open. And they're like, in the uh, before times. Yeah. Yeah. And, but it was just like a casual conversation. Were, one guy was talking about a movie, and they're like, well, how did you see that? I mean, it's not been released here. They're like, oh, there's a website. You, let me give it to you. I mean, you don't have to pay for it. I mean, it's just kind of a piratey mm. sort of a website, but you can, you can download movies and do this. It's, it's, it's completely illegal. But, but, and it was a group of guys a church or, or, you know, mm. Hey, here's, here's something we do. We buy this on, uh, you know, out, out, of the scratch and dent aisle. And then if you do that and take it back to this certain store, you can get full credit back. You know, they'll, they'll give you, you pay for 200 and you mm. go back and get like $600 or whatever it is. It, it's these kinds of cutting the corners um, and, and tricks and manipulation that, we do that we think we're being, um, good stewards. We think that we're being, um, frugal and we're not, Uh, what we're doing is communicating pretty loudly where our character is Mm -hmm. and where our trust is our trust in making this business successful is how manipulating I can be rather than to say, I'm just going to produce great stuff, valuable stuff, communicate, um, in a way that's honoring God and then trust him for the results. And if you do that and trust him rather than how clever you are, I, you're going to see a huge improvement in, in mm-hmm. everything that you're doing as a CSO. You know, just uh,
1: buying a, buying one software license and sharing it with five people. Yeah. You know, we do this all the time. Oh, yeah, just, just log into my account. Just, well, yeah. that's technically, you know. So when we, um, when we say some things, if you are, Rushing, if you're always rushing around, if you never <laughs> seem to be organized, if you just can't uh, catch up, you're robbing Peter to pay Paul. I would say, you know, if, if that's if okay, if you, if you, if this business is chaotic, yeah. right, I would say, That that is a poor reflection on the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is not chaotic. You need to do everything in your power to fix and correct the issues. And yes, um, you know there's all types of good trainings and learnings and people that you can talk to that can help you make it a system. uh, Yeah, to to, to make it a system and standardize things. Look, now is the time to change. Right now is the time. If if you're always Mm-hmm. 10 minutes late to every meeting and you got papers all across your desk when you show up and you're, ah, yeah. I just, I got caught in traffic, you know? <laughs> um, look, that's not, that's not reflecting uh, a, a Christ-like demeanor. Right. Uh, right. So show up, get things in order so that you can, uh, you can run your business effectively and do everything in your power. That's, So your first priority, seek the kingdom of God, right? And, and and his righteousness and Mm -hmm. then get your house in order, (laughs) you know, identify areas of your house that are really just out of whack and they, they don't have to be 180 degrees out of phase, yeah. But there are things that can be
0: improved. Sure. And then, and love people and, and trust trust God for the results. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of so wrapping this all th- this whole thing up and just talking about kingdom. You know, we've talked about what it is and 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 some ways that you need to reflect that and pull down on that. Um, just we talked about being a kingdom citizen. And I know Dr. Tony Evans talks about this a little bit when he uses analogy of uh, going scuba diving, and that we're we're in this world and you know, we, we walk around, we breathe, there's oxygen in the air, but if we want to go into the ocean, that's a different world for us. Mm -hmm. That's a different environment. Um, We are able to go there because we'll put on our, our oxygen tank. So what Mm -hmm. we're doing is we're carrying something valuable oxygen that we have to have to live in a tank. So we can go into that world temporarily But if we were down there without it, we wouldn't last very long and we would uh, are eventually going to run out of the thing we need oxygen Mm -hmm. and we would have to come back to our world so we can breathe. Right. Right. And it's very similar in that we have to have a mindset that we are firmly as CSOs planted in the kingdom Mm -hmm. where we are in the kingdom, but we're temporarily in this world. And what we're carrying with us are these kingdom principles we're carrying with us in our tank, these things that we're going to use so that when we're here, we can operate efficiently. But at some point, everyone's kingdom air tank is going to run out in this world because we'll be back and we'll be right there with God in the kingdom. So it's just, it's, it's, it's really, it's a focus and it's a mindset. It's slowly learning to stop trusting yourself and completely trusting everything that God has purposed for you. I love it.
1: <laughs> I love yeah. it. So it, it. It seems like we've wrung the juice out of this orange.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have and uh, it will be, you know, links to, you know, the blog um, that that you wrote and uh, people can get more information there. You can check out Chief Stewart officer.com we've got gosh other things on their resources uh you mentioned something earlier we'll put a link to it as well as uh you said forcing someone to come into to a prayer if it's legal or not um but there is an awesome document that i'm i, I won't get the clear name on it but uh, there was a lot of research done by a, a christian group that has a very recent i think 2020 um pdf of legal information about what's allowed, what's not allowed as a, a Christian business, if you will. So if you're nervous about doing a kingdom minded business, uh, being a CSO and having prayer open in your, uh, in your environment, inviting other people in, 100% legal, you can do all of it and we have a guide and we have all this other stuff that another group did, we'll put it in the link and we'll share that with folks. It's, it's a great, great resource.